You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Guys, I have no idea what episode number it is. <laughs> 60-something. 60 60-something. 60 it's been a while. It has been a while. We're out 66. Let me look on my, uh, if I can even find it in my podcast library. It's been so long uh, since we podcasted. Uh, the episode, do you subscribe? This is number. <laughs> I do. I subscribe to the podcast. Uh, that way, I, that way I make sure it. it gets posted every week. That's right. Know, how, how do you do that? Yeah. Um, it's to, a pod- the li- to the Facebook live stream is what he's calling it. It's a podcast video. Yeah. A podcast video. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what he calls our live stream. A Zoom call. He no, calls whatever. it a podcast video. Uh, this is episode number 65. 65. That's the year I was born. That's the year I was born, 1965. That's right. Today is October 18th. Uh, the day we were recording this, our last podcast was September 29th. See, this could be the podcast instead of the year of my Lord, the year of Terry. The year of Terry, episode 65. Episode 65. What was popular in 1965? Like, I don't know. Cent I, gas and I was an stamps 80s. Were a, I was know. an 80s kid. So. Yeah, yeah. You were an 80s kid. <laughs> Is that when Kennedy You know it? what? You're a big, fat phony. <laughs> You're a phony. What a segue. What a segue into the sermon, yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, any Family Guy watchers out there, you may know what I'm talking about when I yell, "You're a big fat phony!" So, so Tanner sends me this uh, text audience that uh, of the Family Guy, Family clip. Guy yeah. clip, and it's hilarious. Is the guys yelling and screaming the whole time? You're a big fat phony. If we'd had time, we would put it in the message. No, there's no way we could have put that in the message because you would have got hate mail from every. Does it have any bad words in it? No, it doesn't have any bad words in it, but just the connotation of the show of Family Guy. You want me to play it real quick? (laughs) You can. Oh, you mean I would have got hate mail for playing that? Yeah, Uh, you can't be playing that kind of smut. Uh, It's not the cleanest of shows. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, go ahead. (laughs) The scene is Peter Griffin. You were just making it look like you were playing. You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. That's right. You're a big fat phony. <laughs> That's it. Hey, you know who lives in this house? A great big phony. <laughs> See, that would have been funny. So when I saw your sermon, good. all I could think was, "You're just a big fat phony." <laughs> Anyways, and the whole time after I get that clip, I'm thinking about while I'm preaching. <laughs> I yeah. want to get- although, although, ironically. It's about a guy playing piano. Right, yeah. <laughs> he was, the fat guy was in the music store pretending yes. to play the piano, and yes. then the, he yes. quits playing, and the piano keeps going. And yeah. You're anyways. a big, fat phony. Fo- I'm going to walk out in the middle of the worship next week. You're a big, fat phony, yeah. Tanner. Well, when Tanner gets done playing the set, we're going to put that up. So. <laughs> we should have some recorded music still playing as I walk off. You're a big, fat phony. Anyways, uh, Family Guy is not the cleanest of shows. We do not endorse that here at the Connect Church or the podcast. But it is fun. It is hilarious. I watched a lot. I watched a lot of it in Bible college. <laughs> Being for real, on our little VCR TV. You know? yeah, we even have a Family Guy character that goes to church here. 
Who? You do the voice perfectly. I can, well, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, Mushly Arm. <laughs> Anyways, okay. All right, getting off track there. I love it, but probably not appropriate for church. Anyways, <laughs> how to spot a now, phony, Luke chapter 11. Well, now that we're down to two listeners. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone, all three people out there are Googling family guy phony right yes, now. Yes. You're, You're just, welcome. You just offended our most loyal listener blend yeah um, anyways luke chapter 11 we're still in chapter 11 i feel like this is the fourth podcast in chapter 11 it's been 11 was a long chapter yes yeah. 54 verses actually are we done with it we're done I didn't even pay attention. Yes. yes so we're moving to chapter 12 in two weeks so yes yeah. so uh you equivalated is that a word you equivalented you equalized <laughs> equated being equated you yes. uh being a phony with legalism yes and yes. uh so go for it. Tell us how that yeah. Came about. Uh, well, it was because that's what Jesus did. Right. <laughs> so, so in the context, uh, Jesus uh, goes in mano mano with the Pharisees, and they throw down, and uh, it's just uh, the whole story is you know just classic that you could tell like ninety eight percent of the audience has never read this story, didn't know what's going on, and uh, you know that Jesus gets invited to this dude's home and he just starts eating and it is a really interesting scene you know visually and we try to paint a picture and they didn't sit in chairs so they sort of lay down and wasn't good for indigestion and so we point out how that they ate in those days. My chair, <laughs> My chair gave way. You were a big fat phony. I'm a big. I'm a big fat that's right i'm impressed no words yes <laughs> we're saying we're, we're, all we're, the words were palpitating from my heart like we ah, literally mute his mic mute his mic <laughs> for those of us that couldn't see this i mean we thought tanner was going down it was uh, your it eyes was, just got huge <laughs> <laughs> he broke the chair. So, all right. Anyway, I'm nervous, uh, I'm nervous to lean back. Ashley, Ashley, put him on kale. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't think that kale is ready to anchor a meal. <laughs> I ate it for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or kale salad. What yeah, have what you? Was. What have you ever eaten? <laughs> Had you guys ever eaten kale? Yes. I've never ate it. It was. It didn't do nothing for me. It's garnish. Yeah. That's what it is to me. It's I just mean, it's like salad. Yeah, but it's, isn't like uh, people like Angela. You know, like when you go to a steak restaurant and they bring you steak and your potato yeah. and everything, and there's that little green piece yeah. that's on the side for just for <laughs> that's looks. That's what it tasted. That's, what, it, that's yeah. what that is to me. And I, I've I never tasted that, that, yeah. that crap before, but I was just assuming I don't know that, if that's what the garnish yeah. is, well, but I don't. It's, this tasted a lot like that with looks. Yeah. So, yeah so I it looks you. the same, so that's what I equivalent Yeah, if your kale is supposed to be your healthy diet, I'm out. So, yeah. So, anyway. All right. Where was it? Oh, Jesus, speaking of eating kale, Jesus is uh i don't know is that uh, kosher and uh, so anyway jesus is you know laying down eating kale uh and he just starts eating the kale and all the no stuff. jesus was not a hippie he was not eating. it's true yeah well, it, well no or a gen zer technically in all the pictures in our real baptist churches jesus looks like a hippie you can't move those pictures either trust me I tried as long as he was a white hippie <laughs> yes yes so anyway because that's what jesus really looked like is those pictures because he was white with long dark hair. Anyway, um, so uh, where was oh? So speaking of Phariseeism, uh, don't move the picture in the church. Is that because um, my grandmother gave that? Jesus addresses those kind of issues, and he even talks about the the herb and the mint. You know, and how that you guys take one little piece of the garnish and you turn it into the temple as a tithe, but you don't love people. And he just lowers the boom on them, and you know, much to the chagrin of nice Southern comfort 
polite folks, Jesus calls them fools. And I mean, and then he just unleashes about five woes on them and just, whoa, whoa, drills them. Remember that show Blossom? Anybody remember the show Blossom? I don't. And Joey Lawrence? Whoa. Oh, yeah, I do remember that part. But yes, yeah, yeah. All right. That's, I uh, had a lot of TV uh, um, memory flashbacks with your sermon this week. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Apparently. Because every other word in the, in the scripture reading was, whoa. whoa it was. Whoa. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, except his was an angry woe. And again, people, yeah. you know, like, Jesus never got angry. I mean, the woe there is him being ticked off, if you could add another word, and he is literally just angrily What would Jesus say him. in today's day and age? Instead of, woe to the lawyers. You say, what would he say? You suck. <laughs> yeah. 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 You suck. Boo, blah, 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 blah. you suck. You suck, blah, 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 blah. You suck, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Shame on you. Shame yeah. on you. So did but, this did this topic of sermon, um, did it translate to your connect groups at all? How yeah, did that it go? did. Let me point out one thing real quick before we get to that, too. And I'm thinking about there was folks that was offended Sunday, and there was, uh, and there was also, um, you know, I'm, you know, people like when Jesus said, whoa, you suck or whatever, you know, I used to get drilled for that. And literally in this, in this text, a person raises his hand. You can see them being free Baptist. He raises his hand and goes, excuse me, sir, but you insulted us. And he says that in the text. So I love that because it was real life. And he yeah. just drills that guy after he says that. And he goes, you're the worst. Uh, all these, you know, monuments, your fathers killed the prophets <laughs> and their blood is on your hands and yeah. so he just drops a mic on him yeah. it was I, I, it was interesting text it did uh we had a um alan thomas was texting me yesterday or today and was telling me that his group just like it just blew apart for them he said that people were even crying he stuff just sharing how that they've been in churches like that that you know were very pharisaical and stuff and he said it was very emotional for their group to discuss it and i guess painful but anyway that's good brother alan sent me a uh excuse me, not brother alan cousin alan as we call him hey, your cousin <laughs> cousin alan uh sent me a, the name of uh somebody to add to their uh connect group roster and i can't even pronounce it and i said i'm gonna have to definitely look this up to spell it whenever i have to type it in it's really long is it a Polish name? Schneidermeyer Witzel or something no, like that. No, German yeah. name. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, so how did this sermon translate to you guys as yours as connect groups, Andrew? Um, well, to be honest, we I mean we had a conversation about it, but we kind of <clears throat> went a whole different view. It's mine too. It it we that I not that it doesn't apply to us because we all have a tendency to struggle with forms of legalism, even, you know, in this generation and stuff too. But this is not something where our generation no, really struggles at all. Yeah. Um, we kind of all had parents that were legalistic and we're just like, screw that. We ain't doing this. Um, you know, we, we are much more, we'd almost be on the other side of the spectrum right, to a right. fault where we're like, well, we just want to love everybody and we don't want to actually hold anybody accountable or talk about, you know, the tithing on the herb and the mint and everything. Mm -hmm. Like we don't do any of that, but we do love people. Well, you know, like we want, we kind of, I guess, pull vault to the other side of the spectrum and we did talk a little bit about that, but to be honest, it was, you know, you said from Alan, it was very emotional, very there for a lot of people. This is a, a very sore subject. It's been in, a way too much influence within the church and, you know, unfortunately more recent history and stuff, but of, I, our, gener our, our entire connect group, I'm the second oldest in there and I'm about to be 30. Um, there's literally one dude that's 31, <laughs> you know, so we, we all grew up in contexts that were somewhat had influences of legalism and different things. We talked about our upbringing, 
but all of us have moved on past that. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, we, <laughs> we're with that. you, Jesus. Like, come on. Like, yeah. you know, tell us something we don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not in an arrogant way, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we just don't struggle with that. On your uh, lists of... Uh, so, I'm curious, three, how did your group do? Well, I was about to tell you. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were moving on, man. Well, no, sorry, I, sorry. Uh, on your list of three ways how you can identify a phony, our yes. group, we, we kind of got stuck on number three. Okay. Uh, a phony That's produces sin-cursed generations for the future rather than becoming examples of redemption. And not to say we disagreed with that by any means, mm-hmm. because it's obviously evident. I mean, you can see that for sure in a lot of cases, but... Uh, there were, you know, we kind of hashed out. There's a lot of cases to where, you know, being raised by a phony mm-hmm. or something like that didn't translate to the, you know, to the offspring. They went the other Absolutely. way, and they Absolutely. they either got it or they right. didn't. And you know, so one, I guess, one way or the other, they they rejected that mm-hmm. phony or they just got out of church altogether. Right. I yeah. agree. So I think that's totally a good description. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, just, a, just a little, you know, uh, point B, if you will, yeah. from our deacons retreat, you know, just, uh, a phony produces sin, cursed generations or a phony can produce mm-hmm. sin, cursed generations. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So we kind of got stuck on that one, but then after that, we, uh, moved on to other topics. So, well, I think that's no, that's the whole rub of the whole thing is that, uh, you know, that's what Alan's, you know, group was talking about. And we were in college together with a lot of all the phony rules and stuff that, you know, I blasted out Sunday. But, um, that, yeah, that so many of my generation and our, you know, uh, Alan and I's, they, they left Christianity, yeah. or, you know, or, you know, they raised kids that were, you know, very opposed to all of that stuff too. So yeah, it, that's why Jesus was so angry. And, and that's what we wanted folks to get is that the, the phony legalism literally causes so much damnation in future generations. And so in the whole time he came to redeem all that. And, and, and now, you know, again, point to your all's younger generation and stuff is that, yeah, what well, you guys are engaged a lot more than what, you know, our parents and stuff were and all those kind of things. And us as parents, but the you just got to remember that even all the engagement, it's not going to redeem our kids. It's always about the cross, and it's about because it's still going to be a struggle, and it's still going to be totally dependent upon the Holy Spirit. And and so Jesus's point is that we miss whatever end we go to. To Andrew's point earlier, is we go to the other extreme, and the balance is, is it's always redemption. And that's what I love about that point. Yeah. That's my favorite point in the whole thing is the centerpiece. Whatever side of the aisle you're on on this subject, or you know whether you don't even relate to it whatever it is but you got to remember there's no way to you know re-engineer our christianity and that's what we're always doing we're always swinging back and forth and the whole time jesus is in the middle going it's me guys it's me yeah and what i tried to relay to our group was that uh thankfully our group is more is older where Mm -hmm. most of our group members have kids that are out of the house or, you know, about to be out of the house. Only me and the Rutledges have young kids still living at home. Um, but anyways. Um, You've got somebody older and wiser, like, you know, really old and wiser like Kina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and something that we tried to say was like, you know, because, you you know, you, everyone and not in just our group, but just about anyone in the church family, your own families yeah. has – um, has someone who's not actively involved in the Christian lifestyle. Sure. Okay. And they may, and they've had, the, they had the same raisin as the, as the kid yeah. who is who in it. ministry per se yeah. or whatever, you right, know? And right, so right. 
so at, it kind of started to go like, you know, I don't feel guilty for that. I'm like, no, that's not on parent. In my opinion, no, that's, said, true. that's not on parents. You Free did will your choice. job. Free will choice. You know, absolutely. You did your job. And just because, you know, one kid yeah. is not uh, in church or one kid is not doing what they're supposed to be. That's not on you. Absolutely. In my opinion. I absolutely. Mean, sure. We're all sin curse and have our flaws, but right. you know. They they got the one who's in ministry or the one who's in church got the same raising as the one who's not. So. And, and the and the thing is is that that's where the really the, the it just it it filters through all these other areas is you know we're always trying to guilt parent I call it you know and there's always you know the you know we got to do this right and we got to do that right or you know the other you know previous generations you know well, we just we're busy doing our other stuff and this is where Christ and redemption comes in at in the parenting it takes the guilt factor out of it so you're not just trying to do perfect parenting because that's not going to work. I got news for you. You can do all of the perfect rules and follow all of the D6 models and your kids are still, you know, going to struggle without redemption and without that grace. And you're going to struggle because you're still, we're still human and all those kind of things. But I can say on this side of it that, you know, even when um, Andrew was, you know, being numb nuts and doing stupid stuff and those things. And while we knew that we made mistakes, I honestly um, you know, we took a look at it, but honestly, and you know, Adam would struggle and Aaron have his different things, but to your point, Tanner, when, yeah, we were far from perfect parents and we've right. confessed that to the church, but, uh, lived that out. But I honestly don't beat myself and feel guilty because they all three struggled at different times in their right. life. It was, you know, we, at the end, we did for the most part, give them Jesus and redemption and through all the stuff that we had. And that just releases, I don't know, for me, you know, I hated that they went through those seasons, but I just don't beat myself up over that. Right. That was, you know, choices that they made and, and, um, but they came back, so that's what I'm focusing on. And you can see on. how some people would. I, I do, know. but but if you really are praying for your kids and turning them over to Jesus from day one, you, you just know that he forgives us with grace, and he does that for them. And so it just, man, I, I'm so thankful that I don't live with guilt that, you know, I, yeah, I know I wasn't a perfect parent, but we really did pray and ask God to take our kids from day one. And so we gave them back to him a long time ago. And if they screw up, I ain't blaming Jesus. And honestly, I'm not blaming myself. I leave that with them, you know, and those choices at that point. That's because we were raised to be free will Baptists. <laughs> That's right. Free will. You got your own choice and we're going to wash your feet. <laughs> <laughs> or your foot. Or your foot, yeah. All right, any other uh, things y'all want to add about being a phony? So tell me what you guys, uh, so uh, we tried to finish on a positive note and applying it. So what does it look like to be a person uh, that is not a phony? And so I was curious, did you guys discuss any of that in your groups or what you guys had to think about that? Those six things that we moved through very quickly. I think a lot of our group was uh, the two pretty much that everybody said was fully depending upon God and living on purpose, you know, as far as like to be a genuine follower. A lot of them said, you know, it's so difficult in today's world you know, they, with all due respect, that's something we don't know about because we're here. We're in a church bubble. They're in, you know, people that use language different than we do. Uh, people that have very different perspectives than what we do and have very different attitudes than what we do within the church world and come just with a whole do different like perspective on things. Yeah. And they're the ones, you know, saying like that by and large, that's what our group said is said it's difficult to live on purpose. It really is, you know, to continue to not be a phony, you know, it's, it's for some of them, it's a tendency to just kind of lock away and just don't ever say anything. 
Um, you know, so that way they don't, you know, they don't necessarily know if I'm a Christian or not. And then some of them are like, you know, we have a tendency to join them in the way that they think and talk. And then we try to invite them to church and they're like, well, dude, you talk and act like this, you know, you go to church, you know, kind of mentality. So it's, I understand that completely. I, I was the only one that I did say personally for me, it would be integrity as well as living on purpose. And the reason why I say that is not because, uh, and I don't mean that ugly, like not at all. This is very unique to me because of of being a minister, but like not because of sin. (laughs) I know if that makes sense, not like, you know, deep, dark, hidden sins, that kind of thing. I said integrity because I don't want to be, um, a good husband because I know that's what I should do. I want to be good husband because Ashlyn's worth it. I want to be a good parent to Nora and Owen, um, and a good father, not because that's what the church world expects of me or that's what I'm telling other people to do. So I have to practice what I preach. Difference between simply reputation and character. Worth it. The different, and that's what we had to quote in there to your, back up your point. Reputation isn't the same as character. And we yeah. have so muddy to water that in the South. Is yeah. your reputation the same as character? People build re- reputations instantly. Character takes a lifetime. And he's going to get a big head, big head about this because we did spend a lot of conversation of. You know, a a lot of the, every single one of the people in our group were a part of different churches before Connect Church and stuff like that, or grew up in a different context and stuff. And every single one of them had stories of church embezzlement, um, (laughs) sexual harassment, you know, from church leaders, like pastors and stuff. Like every single one of them were like, wow. You know, nice. Like every, I mean, yeah, every single one, minus Shelton. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but mostly because most of his, you know, childhood was here. Um, but, well, okay, never mind. Te- <laughs> anyways, um, go but, ahead, say it. They ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we did have some investment here, not by anybody that's here now. Um, but, anyways, the all that to be said was um, we were talking about the phoniness, you know, that was presented, yeah. you know, the holier now, all that stuff. Anyways, I just said one thing that I do appreciate. I said they, yeah, obviously Terry and Belinda were not the exact same. They parented us, you know, different and stuff. But as far as like, as a whole, Terry and Belinda were the same people at home as they were at church. You know, they, they didn't try to hold us to a different standard than what, you know, they, they were expecting of anybody else, you know, and I feel like majority of pastor's kids, which apparently you addressed that <laughs> in the 1030. I don't think you said that nine o'clock or maybe yeah. that was when I walked out, but right. I got mad and walked out. No, I had to address the children's church issue. But uh, there was some other people that did. (laughs) Yeah, in all seriousness, that was one thing that we talked about. I said, you know, Terry and Belen kind of always were. I said, Terry (laughs) was the same goober at home as he was, you know, he was sometimes a little quieter at home. But other than that, he was, you know, pretty much the same person. And, you know, Belen was, you know, angry all the time. So (laughs) she was was angry at church and she was angry at home. So it was what it was. Thanks, mom. Uh, You know, but at the same time, you know, getting a phone call, (laughs) get in line. The, uh, you know, at the same time, I want to be, I want to be consistent. I think that's a better word even than integrity or like you Mm. said, you know, not just my reputation, but character. Um, I want to build that because that's simply Jesus through me and because Nora and Owen are worth it and because Ashlyn's worth it, not because it's what I should do.
So we did something that was cool, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up. We did something that uh, I'm so glad that I did. I just uh, it, it was trying to get everybody to talk. So I went around the room, and I asked them to pick out one of the six that they would say that they wanted to. Uh, and I'm curious if your group did anything like this, Tanner, is I asked, you know, everybody had to talk on this one. So I said, pick out one of the six that you want to really focus in on so that, and this is what I love about our church, is that, and is listening to, you know, how to be a better preacher yesterday and and i was like this is so cool Uh, i love the fact that you know this guy was just and he's the president of a seminary he was blasting the fact that that a lot of our guys come out of seminaries and colleges and they're taught just to exegete and tell the greek and tell people about a passage of scripture and then walk away but that's not being a pastor that's just that's being a Bible teacher. And I love the fact that we just didn't tell our people what the text had to say about just being legalist because it doesn't apply to a lot of the generation today. It's different. But then we walk out with, you know, what are six things in your life that can help you be, you know, the kind of person that God wants you to be. So you're, this is drilling down to where everybody lives. And, and I love that. And all six of ours picked like something different than I did. And none of our group, because they're a little bit older than your group, uh, this is fascinating to me, none of them picked number Number four, which to me was the main point, is living on purpose. And I was like getting angry, <laughs> you know, my group. But it was good because they all had valid things that. And we got this uh, couple that's just started coming to our church, and the, they said to them, and they were the younger ones. They said generosity is the key for them. That you know that they feel like that that's helping them be most authentic. And they're the most generous people. The dude just gave away, uh, you know, half a semi load of uh, twelve pallets of rice to Cuba. And you know Gary just picked it up this past week, and and generosity. Did they get big, it? Yeah. Wow, that was fast. That is so. I know. Oh no, no, I'm so. Okay, I was thinking Cuba. Never mind. He got it. No, no, no. He picked yeah. it up from our guy last wow. week, and it's, <laughs> it's on its way. That it's was like a, glory. <laughs> but it's on its way to Miami yeah, right now, awesome. and so they just stopped by and picked it up and wow. and doing that. But but this couple is so generous, and they're so giving, you know, and and I think that is so cool because. You know, just a lot of my generation would have never, ever even thought, you know, uh, I'm hoarding all my money until I die, you know, and because and it's just all about retirement. And these guys are, like, giving it away, and I love that. So, anyway, I was curious, Tanner, did your group have any different of those six? Well, things? after we got through the, the three, three on the thing, yeah. it kind of turned into, okay, what's God doing in your life today? Where do mm-hmm. you see God moving? Not today, gotcha. but, you know, this yeah, week right, and right. stuff like that. And there were some heavy things that came out of that that cool. I want to share. Um, but yeah. But good stuff. So no, we really awesome. we didn't really get into the rest of that's fun. Of yeah. This so it was just you neat. know you take it where the conversation you got to go you got to go with the hey the the Holy Spirit leads man yeah. so that's it. Yeah. That was a long first half. <laughs> yeah, I know it's twenty six <laughs> minutes in. So uh, sorry about that for you podcast listeners. But uh, we're just trying not to be a phony. So. <laughs> You're anyway. a big fat phony. You're a big, fat phony. I'm telling you, it's hilarious. It's a good clip. Find it. Anyways, all right, let's take a quick break. Oh, anything you want to wrap it up with? Uh, And then where are we going next week? Yeah, next week, Andrew's going to be sharing uh, possibly on discipleship in the home and the family. So that's going to be good. This Sunday, yeah. You'll have to tune in to find out. Uh, I'm going to be revivaling in Amory. Oh, that's right. That this weekend. Yeah. I was thinking that was next week. No, I'm revivaling Amory. And then the next week will be in Luke chapter 12. And the big question is, what is blaspheming the Holy Spirit? 
Oh, Ooh, I've got a story about that, by the way. Oh, okay. From the national convention, I'm going to let you share that during the message. Yeah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> we don't want to do that. <laughs> Two weeks oh, from dear. now, Tanner's going to share. And I'm trying to think from the who national it was. Free Baptist I remember, convention. I can see his face. I don't remember his name, but he was some pastor from Illinois. Anyways, we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> oh, I got to know now. <laughs> I know. Well, I can't remember his name, but I can see. Oh, I'll his find face. it. I'll, I'll come up with the name for you. Yeah. Anyways, all right. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with the second half of the Connect Church podcast. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued, while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths. At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we're back here on the Connect Church podcast. <laughs> Felt like Fraser Crane. Oh, right, we're back on KC- KCL. <laughs> what was funny is as Tanner was telling me the story, and it is hilarious, but we're not going to share it in public. So. Uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. we should. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, all right, so let's get into some of our fun stuff. It's been a while, and I'm going to use my uh, best and worst and dumb questions that I printed out two or three weeks ago yeah. whenever we were here. So let's get into our best and the worst of the weeds. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. All right, who's going first? I got the best. All right, uh, go for so it. I'm, man, I'm ready. Um, I love the weather. If Mississippi gets cold, gets get, gets love butt it. kicked all the time about its weather, and honestly, for two months, I've had my air and heat turned off for thirty days, saving that money because the inflation economy is not bothering me. Open a window, <laughs> open a window, baby. We've had the window open for a month now, and boo you on Mississippi. It has been awesome, sunny days, and just cool nights. It has been a cool place to live. Andrew, what's your best? My best was uh, this. It was not long enough at all, so I'll say that's my worst. But my best was uh, getting to hang out with college friends and stuff. I was a part of a wedding. Um, one of my good friends from college got married uh, this past weekend in southern Indiana. Had no idea. Southern Indiana is absolutely beautiful. Had n- seriously no earthly idea. I know. Has it got hills like Bowling I mean, Green? I was looking maybe for... Maybe near the river, I guess? No, for real. I was looking for Pawnee the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> is Pawnee... Is that a real city? No. I don't know that it is. No. But most of the towns, the small little towns in southern Indiana... Look just like Could Pawnee. be Pawnee. Yes, yeah. yes totally. Um, but it's super, like, hilly. Not as hilly as Bowling Green. Um, no, but it, is, it was beautiful. <laughs> it, like, had... All the leaves were changing colors. They actually... I, I will disagree with Terry. They actually have fall. Everything's just dead here because it's so dry. But uh, no, it was it was a great weekend. We got to celebrate. Um, one of my friends. The worst part was Top Golf is where we had planned to take him. Made reservations. Tanner, you'll appreciate this. Made reservations on the website for Louisville Top Golf. It's not open yet. 
Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that's horrible. Like we did, we did this weeks ago. Yeah. Like made reservations for Top Golf in Louisville and stuff, and it's not e- like they accepted it and everything. It's not even open. That's tough. Like that's not good. like it, it was a Friday night. Like it's literally just not been open. Like they haven't had their grand opening yet. I'm like, why did you accept it? So that was my worst. Was maybe they're, off maybe they're behind on construction delays or something. So know? Ole Miss. Well, then take the reservations off. <laughs> Ole Miss being first wasn't your best. They are for number one in the SEC West. I'm. I'm. I will say this to because I know Tanner's already going to lay into this. I, when they play somebody, the next three games will be so right. telling. You're right. Absolutely. Auburn. Auburn could be a lot better than what they are. Let's give them They're that. Not. They're trash. They are. <laughs> they could be. We struggled that much against Vandy, so that makes me nervous. We got LSU this week, Texas A&M, both on the road, and then Alabama after a bye week at home, and I'm nervous for all three. So I'm and not. Then you head to Arkansas, and then you get State. And Arkansas, so and still all the good teams, or I say all the decent teams, are on the back end of this schedule. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas yeah. could be one and nine when we face them, and they'll give us a run for their money. Absolutely, every time. that's what like, we do. Like it's just, that's it, what we do. it makes no sense. The Arkansas Ole Miss thing, I've never fully paid attention to it until the last three years of working here. Um, but it is, it's always an entertaining game to be a part of. Someone asked, I'm not me going one time to Fayetteville. What though, my sorry. favorite Ole Miss game was or is, and I always go back to. Everyone expects me to say that fourth and 25 in Oxford, mm. but that's not my favorite. My favorite was the year before that in 14. Ole Miss, for some stupid reason, was ranked number eight in the country. Yeah. All right? And this is Remember that. the second to last week of the year. So, I mean, it's 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 the end of the season. They're under not undefeated, but is that they're Hugh like, Freeze era? Hugh Freeze, yeah. yeah. We were eight and Bo two. Wallace, I think. Oh. Yeah, or, they no, were no, eight, eight and one, eight and one. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And Arkansas, we're trash, and we were just coming yeah. off the Petrino stuff and John yeah. L. And they're number eight, and we beat them thirty to nothing. No way! I mean, I just remember. just annihilate them. Like well. they didn't belong in the same field as we did. <laughs> it was incredible. That's my favorite. That's game. life in the SEC, though. It sure is. It sure is. So yes, Ole Miss is number one in the SEC West, but I'm hoping it stays that way. It, I'm it, just, I'm not, I'm not celebrating. The only, I'm not the, mourning. The only reason I bring I, it, it up is, is what it is. The only reason I bring it up is you better say it now because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously though, in the SEC West, how often does an Arkansas, a state, or an Ole Miss get to say? Say we're number one that's over Alabama. Said, that's right. why I said you better say that it is, now. That, uh, that's worth celebrating. That part is. Yeah. See, here's here's the thing: the difference, <laughs> in my opinion, between Ole Miss fans, State, and Arkansas fans. Like, in my opinion, State and Arkansas fans, we know our place. We understand <laughs> that we're supposed to be fourth, fifth, sixth place in the mm-hmm. in the West every right. year. We get it. Okay. But Ole Miss thinks they're just God's gift to football every year, and they're not. I can sort of see that, actually. Yeah, yeah you know, they, they think they're the upper echelon of the division. And, well, you're not. I love you, but you're not. Well, well, Come join the party but, down here. Let's go. It, 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 we'll it, have some fun. It, I understand because I've been disappointed so it, many times. In fairness, but but they're like the girl at the dance. They'll tease you. They'll jump up to a number eight. They'll get ever yep. so sure. often. They, they will. And we know fun. how to have a good time. Right. They, they definitely know how to have a good time. So they tease you, but then they always wind up there. Right. See, exactly. Well, State and Arkansas do the same thing, though. They'll tease you, but we know the hammer's coming. Yeah, Ole Miss yeah. thinks, oh, we're going to playoff. Yeah, but know? State and Ole Miss, I don't, I can't speak for Arkansas, but State and Ole Miss have some of the dumbest fan bases where they're like, well, we beat uh, Georgia Tech and Georgia Tech beat Bama. Even though we lost them 49-0, to we should be the national champions. And I'm like, no, dumb nuts, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> they was, both right. are stupid. My best of the last month uh, was this, this October – I got a free month of Christian health care. 
nice. with our inter- our insurance because somebody had signed up under us. Under your name, so yeah. We got a free month. Thank nice. the Lord. Nice. And it was a nice little bl- uh, blessing bonus. And I didn't even know it was coming. I mean, I knew it was coming eventually, but I didn't know yeah. when it was coming, you know. Yeah. So October 1st, my health care payment didn't come out. I'm like, well, yeah. bust my buttons. There you go. So there we go. Uh, anyway, so so that, you said yeah, that's my that was my best of the month that's here. A good, that's in, a good month in uh, October um, because it certainly wasn't the Razorback football team. Yeah. We had a three game mm-hmm. losing streak. Anyways, so that was my best. It was Christian Healthcare um, worst. Um, so the other couple weeks ago, I went to the uh, Fulton Sonic, and it was like it was literally it was six forty eight. I remember because of the story. I pushed the, my. I, I went to get on my I've app. Heard this. Yeah, I went to get on my app because you, it's always happy hour on the app. You get half off drinks. So, well, my app's not working. What the heck? So I pushed the button. Sorry, sir, we are closed. What rest? It's six forty-eight. I said, what restaurant closed? Why we close at six? What restaurant closes at, at six p.m. And she said, she said, if you'd like to help, you can apply for a job. <laughs> about come out of my chair. Ash is like, just drive away. Just drive away. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Sonic and Fulton, I'm looking at you. That's right. Dude. Salty. That was my worst of the month. Like that. Salty. And they probably had a bad day. You know, they're closing at six for crying out loud. They do every day. If they're getting hourly wages, they're yeah. missing out on, you know, at yeah. least four more hours of work, but yeah. whatever. Wow. So that was, that salty. was my worst. That was mean. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Blaspheme her Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's kind of funny happened to Tanner. <laughs> my, I feel like it always happens to me. <laughs> mine's, mine's not near as yes, that was awesome. Mine's not near as good as that story, but uh, my worst is fantasy football. I lost again yesterday. I'm second highest in points scored in the league, and What's I'm in standings, man. and I'm in next to last place. Uh, I don't understand. No, that. you can't be that low. Yes, I am. I'm tied for next to last. Let's see. You are. You're in eighth place. I'm tied. Out of 12. But everybody, the that number 11 has the, the same record. But you would still make the playoffs if we were. T- if playoffs? We were, yeah. we're not even good for the playoffs. I'm ahead of you now. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Finally. Uh, my other worst, you know, this was two weeks ago. My fantasy team is the worst thing there was, even though I have beat you head to head. Yes. You know. Anyways, that was my worst, and that's your worst. What was your worst? Top golf in Louisville. Oh, the top golf was yeah. your worst. Yeah, that would be bad. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's bad. So both of you guys show up to places that won't let you in. Yeah, what's up with that? I think it has something to do with us, Tanner. Yeah, We're the common denominator. I guess. All right, let's get into our. Uh, what are we know? Wait, wait, my best, my best. You did your best. The no, I've got another weather. one. I just hit me. Top golf. I beat uh, all you guys in the staff at. Uh, top golf in Nashville. I, I won. I wasn't trying. You I was were. trying to hit the back wall. I wasn't going for points. Uh, I, was, hit, I hit. was trying, <laughs> <laughs> and I lost to Taylor. <laughs> she had a good swing. She but, did. She had a very good. My swing. worst was that I got car sick on the go kart ride. Yeah, who won the go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> who yeah. won the go karts? Thank you. Terry looked like a Dude. wobbly baby giraffe. I after almost. The it was. Ride. It's so shocking to all of you, but Terry does not know how to drive. <laughs> As Tanner's back, I get car sick whenever i'm riding with terry i can't imagine what you felt like in that go-kart T- tanner got a back adjustment and neck adjustment oh yeah it. terry's hitting every wall every single <laughs> barrier and then i'm 
uh, I'm fishtailing around the curve, and here comes Terry and just smacks me in the rear end. <laughs> and you were in my way. If there wasn't a headrest there, I'd have whiplash 100%. <laughs> I would have broken my neck. I got second. Terry's one of the morons is the reason why he had to sign the waiver. <laughs> yeah. And that idiot at the blue flag, like, what are you going to – shut up. What are you going to do? He was trying to wave we at my – We all said, what does that flag mean? <laughs> he was waving at my face, and I waved something else back. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, let's get into our dumb questions. Uh, um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. All right, guys, here's your dumb questions for the week, and let's get out of here. How do bankruptcy attorneys make any money? I don't know either. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. I wish I had my Michael Scott cue. I don't have it with me. Yes. I declare bankruptcy! (laughs) So good. Why is it called an outlet when you plug things into it? Shouldn't it be called an An inlet? inlet. Yes. Yes. Those are good. Clever. I think those two are your best. All right. Why a lot of them have sucked, but those are. <laughs> I got these three weeks ago. I don't remember why, uh, what they are. Why does someone believe you when you say there are four million stars in the galaxy, but then they'll fact check you immediately when you say, "Watch out, that paint's wet." <laughs> uh, I, was, <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, it's like don't touch that. It's hot. But they won't fact check how the, hot. Yeah, how that isn't. He won't fact check that the president spelled out DOT yesterday when he's supposed to, to tell him about a website. He was reading off the monitor. I missed that one. Instead of saying dot com, he goes and you go to DOT. Oh my com. gosh! <laughs> Y'all just let that man eat his ice cream and love on him, okay? He like seriously, you that poor old that man. Up. You gotta watch it. It's hilarious. It's almost adorable now. Okay. Like, <laughs> Tanner Tanner just wants his girl to get in to power. <laughs> You know the name of my uh, fantasy football team? I'm in sixth place. Read the name of my fantasy football team. (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) Harris Pelosi 2024. (laughs) On that note. I'm Kamala K. Harris. All right. Y'all have a great week, and we will see you when we see you next week. Peace. You're a big fat phony!